like brand new cigars that are in this that really like from the moment we lit them up this year we were like these are these are in um and like you said, weren't there some cigars that came out like just right after you made the list and you're like, uh, well, I'm going to have to save lot, it There was a for... lot that were, that were close. There yeah. was a lot that were close. So yeah. let's start, um, and we're going to kind of go through these, you know, the higher up the number, the lower, I'm sorry, the lower the number, which so the higher up the list, the more we'll talk about it. Yes. So we are going to start out with our number 25 cigar of the year, the Perdomo 10th anniversary sun-grown box press Epicure. Um, Perdomo always a solid yeah. company. Uh, I've been a, always been a big fan of their 10th anniversary, including the original Champagne. You know, very nice, mellow, smooth Nicaraguan smoke. But when they kind of rebranded this, especially in the in the Sun Grown, and then you know released it in, the, in these in the box press version. Oddly enough, it's one of those few times where I actually prefer the box press version of a cigar over Versus, yeah. over its its you know kind of rounded Parejo. But I love the rebrand of it. I love that new bright red in the uh, in the band. The tobaccos, the the wrapper is aged for an additional, I think, like almost a year in bourbon barrels. Which and you can tell because yeah. it's sweet. It's the got a, it's got like a tobacco of, of bourbon. Yeah, you can definitely tell. It's 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 interesting, yeah. man. Yeah. So very 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 good job from Nick Perdomo. Um, and it's also you know he's he's a big Alabama fan, so it's got the Alabama yeah. red to it. <laughs> Um, next up is one of yours. This is the Fratello yes. Arlequin Robusto. I've smoked a lot of these this year. Um, it's uh, produced in the Hoya de Nicaragua factory. And if you don't know much about Fratello or Omar, you should really just kind of do your, you know, do some research on him because he's such an, an interesting guy. He played professional basketball. Then he went was like, you know what? I'm done playing professional basketball. Let me go work at NASA. Then after NASA, he's like, yeah, th this is way too easy. Let me go make cigars now. Yeah, this is an Ecuadorio Habano uh, binder and a dark Mexican San Andreas wrapper, and you can tell. And this is also a box press, right? Like, mm -hmm. Would you say, yeah? Um, and I love the band on them. It's it's like that navy blue with the white, the red, and I think it's is it a light blue on it? It's mm -hmm. just a nice looking cigar in your hand. Um, it, like I said, I smoked a handful of these this year. So when Nick's like, pick some cigars that you like, this was the first thing that came to mind. Did we have a Fortello on last year's list? I believe we had the, the Nevetta um, Inverso. Inverso, yep. Yeah. I think around the same... Um, same spot, like in in the like. Yeah, he he makes very solid entries. Yeah. Um, and also Arlequin, kind of like you know mm -hmm. Harlequin, which I'm comes sorry. from what Justin? Comedia del Arte. There, yeah, I, I I know he would get it. Um, <laughs> Mr. Green Knight over there. <laughs> oh god, that movie sucked. <laughs> Such a stupid goddamn movie. Um. All right, why don't you also do our number 23 cigar, the CAO Zocalo yeah, Robusto, so this was, as the spiritual successor to Greg, yes. and this being hit one of his favorites of yeah, all time. Yeah, it was Greg's first cigar Like he really enjoyed while he was smoking, uh, when he started here. He, and then we got, I guess, we got this box in a, f a few months ago. Yeah, they re-released re it. They made it yeah. a, a regular edition as opposed to a limited. And, you know, um, it's named after the town square in Mexico City, and it's just utilizes really good like Nicaraguan tobaccos for the filler, a Cameroon binder, another Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Um, and it's just, I, I, you know, it's like the bands do on the cigars. I think they catch my eye first, obviously. And this band was like very like colorful, green, red, white. But obviously when you, 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 you light it up, it's CAO to me, I, I haven't had a bad cigar from them. And I wish I smoked them more, 
But when I when Greg was like, you need to try this, you know, especially in the robusto size, you know, he's like, you're you're not going to be disappointed. And he was right. You know, I, I, after that I was, I had a handful of them and I really, really enjoyed them. And, I, and I'm happy that it made this list. Um, yeah, well, it's a, it's a, for it's Greg, a, for us too. Like it was yeah. really good. Did you like it? Like how many? I, I, li- I liked it. It's not my favorite of the world series that, that they do, but I What's just. What's your I, favorite? Probably is it Brazil? Would the it be Brazilian Brazil? is really yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah, that is like the most popular one. I feel yeah. like they. Um, but it's a very solid cigar. It's a good use of the tobacco. It's a good show. It's a good showing from them in terms of of their world series. They could have made that thing more generic, you know, yeah. a generic Mexican San Andreas wrapper, but they didn't. They did something unique and flavorful and the packaging was great. Just another very, very good cigar from um, uh, Ricky Rodriguez mm-hmm. and, uh, and his team. Uh, next up at number 22, we have the Tatawahe Broadleaf Regios. So this was originally only available in uh, a couple of years ago. It was a year or two ago. Mm. Tatawahe did a special 100 Broadleaf Cigar collection. It was like this big, big box, like this big. Wow. With, I don't know, a bunch of different of like Broadleaf special editions. And some of them were already made before that. And then some of them were made just for that collection. And then out of those, some of those became production, regular production afterwards. The yeah. Regios is, was one of them. It's just a certain size. But Cuban seed fillers from my father... Um, and then that heavy Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. I'm going to say that this list, as I'm looking at it now, very Maduro heavy. <laughs> um, oddly enough, uh, a lot of San Andreas and yep. a lot of broadleaf. Not not just those things, but a lot. <laughs> um, a majority of Would it. Would you say and it's obviously more, like, because some are very are newer than others, but I guess it's just what we gravitated towards, I'm, ass- yeah, I'm assuming, and, and or... I will say there's there's a lot of broadleaf, but our our top ones, the ones that are really ranked at the top that you'll see soon, um, are actually not, there's not a lot of broadleaf. But I think that's showing the transition people because of the broadleaf shortage, utilizing Habano Oscuro, utilizing yep. utilizing Connecticut Habano, utilizing San Andreas. Um, but in terms of a traditional old fashioned like a solid my father style broadleaf, actually more more of a Tatawahe style because even though they're made by the same people. They have distinct styles, and I think when you put Broadleaf in Pete Johnson's hands, you get you get some of the best cigars, and that's what you're going to get with the uh, with the Regios. Uh, at number twenty one, we have the Ashton Symmetry uh, Robusto. Um, and I like what I put in my blog here. I equate Ashton to Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, that was a good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they don't release a new. And I'm talking about the Ashton name brand. I'm not talking about La Gloria. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, La Roma de Cuba or San Cristobal. I'm talking about the Ashton name brand. Yeah, only releases a new cigar every like three or four, even five years. It takes a while in between those releases. Um, so the the latest one that they released was way back when I first started in corporate, which is the Ashton Symmetry which is the one on our list. Um, and before that, it had been a couple years since the ESG was released, and then even several years before that that the VSG was released. So they really spread these things out, but it's because they like to take their time, make sure they're putting together a really top-notch blend. I think the Ashton Symmetry is the most well-rounded of all the Ashtons. I would pick this over a VSG nine times out of ten. Wow. But if I'm really hankering for a VSG, there's nothing else that I want. Like, I just really want a VSG. Yeah. But it uses um, uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, um, Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. One of the first times that 
Fuente really utilized Nicaraguan. And um, I can't prove this, but it was right after this cigar came out and got very high accolades that Fuente started their development of their Nicaraguan facilities and fields. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was in the works long before this, but this might have been like the last check mark. Like, all right, we know how to use this stuff. We're getting good reviews with it. Let's make some stuff in Nicaragua. So, I mean, if you've had an Ashton Cemetery, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's a, it's a, I think it was in maybe one of our previous lists, but did a bunch of our top fives. It is just, again, yeah. top tier smoke. Yeah, no, that's, it's, I, I had it, I think I only had it once this year, and I think that was enough. You that's know, enough. Like, I really like, that's enjoyed, that's enough like, to you, you get I didn't it now. need to be like, oh, let me try it again in this condition with this pairing, maybe. Yeah. No, it was, it was really good. Um, at number 20, we have the Ramon Ayones by uh, A.J. Fernandez. In the Toro size. In yep. the Toro. I think A.J.'s problem is that almost every, like so much of what he does is top tier stuff, very highly rated stuff. Yeah. He has a bunch of stuff that he made that's on this list. Yep. The Ramon Ayones, I think, is the best brand that's kind of under his flag. He does a lot, you know, he does all of the. Southern Draws, he does all of the, you know, he does some, some of the room, foundations, yeah. he does a lot with Aging Room. In terms of cigars that are considered under his flag, the New Worlds, the San yeah. Latanos, the Bellas Artes, and the Ramon Iones, even though it's technically a general brand, it falls under the AJ flag, and I think this is by far the best cigar under the traditional AJ flag. Um, from how it looks, the wrapper looks flawless, that mixture of Criollo and Corojo tobaccos, for the filler and binder. Um, and the wrapper is a Medio Tiempo wrapper, that really rare tippy top part of the tobacco leaf. Dark raisin sweetness to it and a good amount of spice, a ton of flavor. Uh, but really, I, I got to go back to how it looks. That's That was the most appealing thing when I first saw that cigar is I'm like, I don't even care what this tastes like. It just looks so good. And the then cedar up, on The yeah. cedar wood on yep. it. And, and then it ended up tasting as good as it looks. Yeah. You know, that was a... That was when I first started here, that was one of the cigars I, I, I saw or like it was, I don't know when I first saw it, but I was like, that's a a cigar. Like, like I'm saying, like I'm still new to it. So like I look at a cigar, I'm like, that looks like something I need to have, right. you know, like there's times where you guys are like, you know, you give me a cigar, like, yeah, you should try it. But that was a cigar where I was like, it just looks really good. Yeah. And it is. And it's kind of like, you know, to transition to our number 19, kind of similar. That's how I felt with La Aurora. Uh, 107 Nicaragua Toro that's coming at number 19. I I never heard of it before. Um never had it. I believe we we had it in one of our top 5s and I was t- taking a picture of it and I was like I think it might have been in one of Greg's or top Craig, fives. yeah, Gre- yeah, and I was just like this looks really good. We did a review on it earlier in the year and it was just so good. Um it, you know, the mixture of, you know, like I said there's a bunch of t- uh, Dominican tobaccos in it. Um and it wasn't for me. It wasn't too spicy, right? Um, I feel like when you when you are smoking, you know, a cig- for me anyway, when you're smoking a cigar with like Nicaraguan tobaccos, like I, I could tell right away just how uh, just spicy it is. This was super smooth, and I had this a lot during the summertime. I paired it a lot with beers, <laughs> a yeah. lot like it was just like my poolside smoke. Yeah, I mean, considering that they're the oldest uh, Dominican manufacturer, I was interested to see what their work was going to be with Nicaraguan tobacco, but they handled it beautifully. I mean, La Aurora—that's what you get when you're over, you know, over 120 years in the business, or 110 yeah. years, however long it is. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that um, is nuts. Number 18 for my old friend, Mister Boofy. We have the Room 101 Farce. 
Of course, he, that he just he's going to name his cigar just the size, the 650 by 42 is just what it's called. I mean, he's he, he can. I feel like yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the farce was one of the first cigars Matt made upon his return to the industry in 2017. Um, he worked with uh, Col- Robert Caldwell at the William Ventura factory. Um, epic cigar, Ecuadorian wrapper, Dominican, Pennsylvania, and Nicaraguan filler, so it's very complex. Big, big change from like the, those kind of original Room 101s that we all liked, but you can really see Matt's evolution in terms of his tobacco knowledge is really on display in this cigar. Like when he came back and made this, were you just like, whoa? I was always interested in what he was okay. going to do. I, I was right. a big Matt fan as a person. Yeah. Obviously, we but all we, know that there were some issues with him and, you know, and who, who was making the stuff for him at the time. But coming back, his relationship with Robert Caldwell, his, his, you know, him wanting to be more engaged with the tobacco, it really shown in this, uh, in this cigar. And it's shown in a lot, all his other projects, considering the big payback, the new big payback Maduro was our number yep. one cigar of the year last year. Yeah. So he's just, he's really showed a maturity. Uh, at least in terms of his blend, he's still a wackadoo in terms of a guy. That's uh, the yeah the big payback Maduro. I remember we couldn't get enough of it. Yeah, we still can't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seventeen is um, I think it's our first n- like new cigar to the list. I uh, think so. I mean, so. I guess the I guess the Fratello Fratello has been around a while. The La Gloria Cubana Tiempo Medio Tiempo Toro, which uh, I believe just launched only a few months ago. Um. Really good outing for La Gloria. I will say I have not been overly impressed with what La Gloria has done in the past few years. Um, being such a big fan of the original Ernesto La Gloria's from back in the day, and then even like the Series R Black and everything that they kind of did, in, you know, five ten years ago. This brought brought me back to a place of of loving La Gloria. Um, it's a very unique blend. It has that Connecticut Medio Tiempo wrapper, so it's got a really unique, intense flavor on the outside. Um, Dominican, Honduran, American tobaccos in it. A lot of people are saying uh, when they've smoked this, myself included, it almost seemed infused. It was that sweet. You yeah, know, they, they were getting of, like they're yeah. like they couldn't believe. I've seen some comments online, like through our videos, they could not believe that this wasn't infused. That's how just sweet it is. And yeah, I'm guessing that's all of, you know attributed to what the the would you say the wrapper or the broadly well, binder? The, so, so it uses a Sumatra wrapper, which is going to be more kind of coffee esque, but it's it's got a lot of unique filler tobaccos going on. I mean, you got American with the Connecticut Habano Medio Tiempo, which is a little more spicy than I would say sweet, but then the Dominican, Nicaraguan, and Honduran, you got a, you just got a lot of complexity yeah. in there. And also the price is fantastic. Like, it's very, very well priced. They could have charged more for that, mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. But was it coming up, what, box? is it a box of 20? I don't remember what the box okay, quantity yeah. is, but I, I remember, felt, I think it's under $10 yeah, for a cigar. And the, it's a pretty, pretty big cigar. It's, it's, yeah, it's, so yeah the, the Toro is, it's a solid Toro yeah, size. Yeah, you're so. going to spend some time on it, and it's, you're, you're going to, I, it just tastes so sweet. It tastes really good. Um, at number 16, this is one of the most unique cigars I've had in the past few years. We did the Southern Draw Cedrus in the Toro size. Now, Jacob's Ladder is always going to be my favorite go-to Southern yeah. Draw. Um, I think Lustrum is overall the best cigar that they make okay. in terms of quality, complexity, you know, the full to-do. But the Cedrus is definitely, I think, the most unique. Um, it's got a very odd wrapper choice not odd but again i don't want to keep using the word unique but a unique wrapper it's a indonesian sumatra pasiki wrapper well, I can, what i would heard, say what is, is that what, what's a what's basuki? Basuki is a, basuki. I'm guessing a seed varietal okay, i'm not, I'm not right. entirely sure but 
You don't see a lot of Indonesian rappers out there. You don't see a lot of authentic Indonesian rappers anymore. You see a lot of Sumatra seed grown okay. in, in um, Ecuador. Okay. Um, but you don't really see a ton of Indonesian Sumatra anymore. Just because, you know, it's harder to get. The, you know, Ecuador is just pumping out rapper left and right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the goal of this was for it to taste like a forest, and they nailed it. There's a whole backstory about Robert Holt and a, and a, a friend of his, and I can't remember exactly what the, the story is. We, we definitely talked about it with Robert the last time we interviewed him. But this just t- it has some great floral notes. It tastes very fresh. Um, some nice earthy tones to it as well. And it's also very similar to if anyone's in into those Japanese scotches. There's one, I can't remember which one, um, but that it's like, it's this, the distillery for it is like in the middle of a forest and you can actually taste a lot of like the trees in the that's scotch. That's what you get with the cedrus. And so. to add to your point, that's the box, the band, yeah. very green and yellow and foresty. Um, it looks like a forest ranger thing from like the 70s. Yeah, no, and it, it it's very, I know I keep going back to this, but it's very, I, it, it caught my eye. Once we got the box, I was like, I was immediately attracted to it. And, yeah. I, and then we ended up having it, and it was really good. I, had, I don't think I've had a bad cigar from, from Southern, Southern Draw. Draw. Um, number 15 was a big surprise to me because, uh, as everyone knows, I've always been a fan of the Espinosa uh, Laranja. Um, and then when he announced that he was making this, which is the Espinosa Laranja Escudo, I'm like, there's no way it's going to be as good because the Laranja is, is so fantastic and so unique that you're not going to be able to make anything to top it. Well, Eric didn't top it, but he did tie it, which is impressive enough. You know, the only way you can beat a perfect season is by having another perfect season. Yeah. You know? Um, and so that's what happened with the Laranja Escudo. So, again, looking to uh, Brazil, um, this time using a Brazilian Marafina wrapper, so it's much darker, again, Escudo, kind of rich, almost double Maduro-esque, um, coffee notes, chocolate, um, some wood and some leather, some dark fruit in there. Um, a lot of great smoke output. Like the smoke output was phenomenal. And this did for rich cigars what the original Laranja did for me in terms of citrus and, and spicy cigars. So he really dialed it in, really nailed it. Still offered something unique. Um, I don't think it's as unique as the original I think the original Laranja is really in a class all its own in terms okay. of I was just about to flavor ask, profile. Yeah, what was your? But in terms of the of the flavor profile that this attacks, it does it in a top top tier way. But Would it's you just say not... this is a, a solid follow up to it. Oh yeah, like yeah. It's a, he, he, I, he it was much better than I thought it was going to be just okay. because I didn't think that he was going to get close to the original and he tied the original. It's as okay. good as the original. I just I still give the edge to the regular Laranja in terms of uniqueness, but in terms of a rich you know, Brazilian smoke, you're not going to get much better than, than the Laranja Escudo. Um, at 14... I don't think we could go do a top 25 without... No, <laughs> not even... Yeah, you could, you could not do a top 25 without having something from our dear friend Nick. And this year we went um, with the wise man Maduro. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, man. It's all reliable. <laughs> yeah. I think it was in our top five the first time we did this list. It's been in several of our top fives that we've done. Um, it was number three cigar of the year from Cigar Aficionado when the year that it came out. San Andreas wrapper. It's chocolatey. It's smooth. It's flavorful. Perfect construction. Uh, the band is excellent. Uh, it just all around uh, 
just amazing cigar. And, it, you know, it's in our, our top 25, you know, four years after it came out with so many other amazing smokes, not just, you know, from other people, but that Nick has done as well. But I keep the, going yeah. back to the Wiseman Maduro. They and cracked the top 15, you know, that's, yeah. that says something, especially four years after. Absolutely. You know. Um, um, number 13. Now, I will say we did kind of a trade-off here. Uh, I wanted to have the Aganorsa Rare Leaf because that cigar was exceptional. Yes. And it would have been rated much higher um, than 13 because of how exceptional it was. But, you know, when you have the word rare in your name, it's going to be kind of hard to come by and we're, exactly. we're out of them. So we, I smoked, you know, we smoked a bunch of Aganorsa. You know, me and Greg were down there earlier this year and yeah. really got to see kind of, you know, and part you of their been, operation. You have been... Um, Within the last year, definitely doing some videos with Terrence and yeah. Yeah. And, and getting and to know him in the process, what they do down there. Their, so. their education part is really key for me because um, it makes me appreciate their brand even more. Um, and so I, I, whilst smoking through all Aganorsa name brands, I really found myself drawn to the uh, signature Selection. Um, it's a quintessential yeah. Aganorsa cigar. Um, it has that Corojo and Criollo tobacco that they've become really well known for, that sweet Corojo, like Nicaraguan Corojo that they've really, um, not just in the Aganorsa brands, but any, you know, all other brands that they make at that factory, including, the, I believe, the original El Wawense comes out of uh, Aganorsa. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. And in my mind, if you want to just get a very good idea of what Aganorsa is about, their process, the flavors that they really, you know, can hit on, and also, like, what their construction's like, the signature selection is a, the way to go. a superior yep. example. It's a it's an amazing example. The rare leaf is more of like that limited edition. You know, that's like oh, here's what we do if we like really work hard for like thirty years. You know, like like a, a, you know, and save a lot of stuff. But in terms of what they're able to produce on just a daily basis, the signature selection is going to give you a window into that, and it's excellent. It's it's very very excellent. Yeah, I see the the flavor notes you have here and they're all on point. Like you you're going to get a mixture of like that milk chocolate, the cream and the cedar and that's what makes it really that's what made me really really enjoy this cigar this past year. Mm -hmm. Um so number 12, I didn't want to I don't want to do this. I know. And before we get into it, I I asked Nick, is there any way we could get some cigars from the JR 50th line? And at first he was like I don't know. And then instantly he was like, but wait. I, I didn't want to <laughs> but I, wait. I didn't want to be self-aggrandizing. I didn't want to yeah, say but one of the best cigars of the year is one that was just made for us to so go buy it. I didn't want to be a douchebag. But I, I But everyone is posting about this yeah, cigar. I so it's I could like, in good conscience not include uh, our number 12 cigar of the year, which is the Crown Heads Mother Church JR 50th anniversary. Yeah. You've seen us smoke it a handful of yeah. times this year. I've said it in just about uh, every video involving the 50th that wasn't other brand specific. I said it in our sampler video. Yeah. Um, I just think it's a great cigar. I, I it's just, it, I've smoked more of that cigar than anything else this year. Um, I'm definitely going to buy more before we run out. It's something I, I'm, I'm considering turning into a longer lasting project just because of the response and also just selfish reasons. I want to keep being able to smoke this cigar. That it uses an Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper, broadleaf binder, so you're still getting that richness, but it's not yeah. wrapper heavy. It's not like really forward. Um, it's kind of layered in there, so it's smooth. Tobacco sweetness to it, medium body. Um, it, the only uh, kind of detraction and why this doesn't rank super high where I really wanted it to is, I will say it is a fast smoke for a Churchill. 
Um, I was that because it's just so good, or I mean, I smoked this and probably at the same time I would smoke like a like a Mil Diaz Toro. Oh wow, okay. Um, and a, a lot of that is because it's really well balanced that I don't need to take a break from it. But I, th- you know, just it's one of those cigars that just smokes a little faster. Yeah. I would love for this cigar to be a solid two hours. Um, but otherwise, I mean, there, there it is. I think it's, it's absolutely phenomenal. I think it's some of John's best work. I think it's some of Tobacco Laird Picardo's best work. Um, and I want to say, I think it was some of the best work we did with the 50th was that cigar. I agree. Um, and I guess I'm, I'll just be the person that keeps talking about the cigar bands, <laughs> but the box and the band pay homage to Ryman or auditorium in Nashville. So like right off the bat, like the color scheme was just like it was beautiful, and then I, you know, I mentioned this a, a few weeks ago. Um, a gentleman down there at this uh, Casa store in Nashville, Danny, he saw him take a picture of the cigar in front of the Ryman Auditorium, and I was like, "That's pretty cool. Like that is pretty cool." So like John kept in with the theme of like paying homage to like just some of his favorite, just just favorite music, favorite I guess for this case, you know, a, a very important like music venue. And I just, I remember getting the box and I was like, Greg, can I, cause I split a box with him. I was like, can I just keep the box? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. Why not? And I just love it. I think it looks, it, it tastes amazing, but it also looks like it's a very well presented cigar in my opinion, right. you know? No, for, for not, excellent job. And, and it worthy of its place on the list. Um, do you want to do a number 11? This is one you smoked a lot of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, you know, number 11, this cigar could probably be in the top five every year, top 10, you know, but this one I, I enjoyed a lot more of this year. It is the Davidoff Winston Churchill and the petite Corona size. Um, you just can't go wrong with a Davidoff. Like everyone knows that, um, you know, you have just a lot of, it's a nuanced blend. Mm. Um, it uses uh, a mixture of Nicaraguan and Dominican tobaccos for the filler. Um, you know, it's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and it's just, for me, like a petite Corona for the winter time is perfect. Um, and it's, it just, you're, you're, for me, I'm just, it's like smoking excellence, <laughs> honestly, like I've, yeah, you've never just gone, like I've never gone wrong with one. Um, it's, per, it's perfection in, in a, you know, in a wrapper. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it looks beautiful, you know. Um, and it's, I'm surprised it's not a little bit higher, but that just kind of goes to show you like what, you know, what we've for our top 10, like what we have, we, a lot of newer stuff. I would say a lot of, a lot of the newer stuff, um, this year landed in our top 10. Would you say yeah, like the top, or, the top 10 is, is strictly like new I mean, from last, last One, December till two. now. Six out of our top ten are within the past year. So you know, with something like Davidoff, you obviously have to put it, you know, in your list, but you know, on your list. But you know, that, there are good reasons why it, it didn't crack the top ten. But this one was really um, something I did enjoy a lot of this year, um, whether it be at work or at, you know, at, at home. So mm-hmm. um, for number ten, uh, this is one of only two brands that has multiple entries this year on the list. Um, me and Chris both picked Amani Cristo that we wanted. Um, I went with the Monte Cristo, uh, the, the, the newest one, the Epic Vintage uh, 12, also known as the Vintage Blue. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think that it's the best Monte Cristo they've ever done. But I will say that the other one that we'll talk about later 
is also the other one. <laughs> the other one that they will talk about later is a lot more of at the right time. That's yeah. one of the best cigars you'll ever have. Yes, this is much more of a an everyday and yeah, which like, not 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 every day in the kind of like it's cheap sense, but yeah. very much in the sense of like the mother church where you don't need to be in a certain mood to smoke this. It's very nutty, medium bodied. Um, made at the TDG factory in the Dominican. Uh, what does he use? I think he uses a Sumatra wrapper. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. So it's got that nice coffiness to it. A little bit of sweetness. Love um, the marketing for it too. Yeah, like we I saw mean, in I the stores and stuff. The 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 branding of it is very good. It it's Monte Cristo did an excellent job with the branding of that because they didn't they they took the traditional logo and they just modernized it a little bit to make it a little more fun, a little more a little bit more modern, a little bit sleeker, a little bit more luxurious. But they didn't go super old school with a can't stand and they didn't go super tacky with it either because you don't want to tarnish a brand like Monte Cristo they just modernize it a little bit with the bands a little shinier the the addition of the blue is really cool because the color scheme you don't really see with Monte Cristo yeah. you kind of only see the brown and the yellow but using the blue um, it just I don't know just uh, I, I think it's like again, in terms of resmokeability, the best Monte Cristo yes. that they've, they've ever made yes. Um that brings us to number nine, which is the third year running this cigar has made um, our top 25 list. This is the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Mi Carita Tricky Traca. Um, this was number two two years ago, right? This was number, or what was it? This number was number one, one two yeah, years ago. Yes, and then because was I remember the, Greg's number one was the H. Upman 175 yeah. that came in at number two. Yeah, well, his, you know what? We, yeah. made, we made an agreement. No, that's a good yeah, agreement. That, in yeah, my that was opinion. the agreement. And also because. I, agree, it, I agreed with that yeah. too. That's a really good agreement. Um, but this deserves a number one spot. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think this might have even been a tiny bit higher this year if we had more of the 6x48s, which is, was our number one yeah. size. Uh, but the 6x52 surely ain't no slouch. Um, as many of you might know, it's a slightly altered version of the original Mikarita from Dunbarton, but um, it just uses a higher priming broadleaf wrapper, uh, Connecticut broadleaf dark Corona number one. Same wrapper that's used in our 50th Dunbarton. Nice. Um, okay. And then it uses, you know, Nicaraguan fillers, but also a touch of Dominican Lajero for a little extra kick. Now, oddly enough, most people find this to be way stronger than the original Micarita. I don't. I actually find it to be a lot smoother and cleaner, but I think it's because he's using a more filtered, higher priming wrapper. And I think I'm so entranced with its just rich flavor that I'm not even paying attention really to the strength. But most people who smoke this do find it to be stronger than the original. I find it to be just better in, in every aspect. Even I, I like really like the red um, color band, so to kind of make it distinct. It's, it's you know known as a firecracker, right? So yeah, it's like a Robert firecracker. Yeah, it's like Yeah, it's like red with like a gold gold trimming on the band. Yeah. It, it's you know it's very simple, but it, it de- like I it's I it's it catch it caught, catches your eye, you know, but. It tastes so good. It, it definitely deserved a spot. Yeah. You know, it probably will be on our list. I think, I mean, <laughs> like, unless he like stops making them more, they yeah. really go down the tube. Yeah. Um, so why don't you talk about number eight? Because you actually smoked this before I did. I did. I did. Event. It was, I think, uh, Justin's first day or second day here. We it was went, close. Yeah. We went into um, New York City for an Aging Room Cigar event. And um, it was held at the uh, Cigar Inn, and it was this... Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. It was held at the Carnegie Club. Yeah. And I went to another Aging Room event with you when I first started, and it was just... Um, Raphael was there with his two sons, and it was just really nice. 
They had a really good whiskey um, paired alongside this. Um, at number eight, this is the uh, Aging Room Rare Collection in the Scherzo. The, yeah, the Scherzo size. Um, and both, both Justin and Nick informed me that um, I think each size in this um, is named after a musical, is it musical note? Musical terminology, terminology then, which yeah. is which is typical with Adrian Room releases. Yeah. Is what he likes but to um, wh- why this is called Rare Collection is because he's teamed up with AJ Fernandez, and they are growing. They're utilizing, I guess, a rare tobacco for this is going to be a series. So they're yeah. utilizing um, like a rare tobacco for like I think this part might be the wrapper. And yeah, it's, it's a special Nicaraguan hybrid. Yeah, and it's they, grown they, on. Uh, the farm, AJ's uh, farm dedicated to his um, mother, I believe. The name is I think the so. Lilia Farm, I believe. But this was really good. Um, they do come in bigger sizes. I know that was mentioned um, when we were doing the review of this about a month or two ago. But this, the one we smoked, smoked really, really well. Uh, that I don't know, Justin, was that like your first cigar you had like ever or in a very long time? Yeah, you seem to really be enjoying it. You know, you could just tell, like, once again, as we mentioned, like, Raphael was, you know, the passion behind it, and it just smoked so smoothly. It's the orange, gold, and white band on it. It it, it pops. The box is really, you know, really nice looking. Um, but, yeah, this had to make our list. This came out, you know, in the latter part of this year, like, maybe September. Well, it had to be September, yeah. yeah. So it was really, really good, man. Um, it, it, you know, it it just... I'm not shocked it, it it made our top ten, honestly. And the you know, you taking over for Greg brings us to the number seven cigar, which was the first cigar I gave yes. you on our first episode together. Yes, yes. The uh Padron nineteen twenty six, uh in the number nine Maduro. Like if you guys saw um when we had our old setup in the in the dungeon corner, we uh it was the first cigar I smoked and uh, you know, it was basically like Nick was like, welcome to the big league, sir. Um, and then I ended up having it. I was like, yeah, we're going to need to put this on our top five uh, our top 25. And it, it's going to have to be up there. Um, I've smoked Padron here and there, but this everything like between the family series, all this stuff is so good. Um, all the tobaccos, I think it's a Nicaraguan Puro. So, you know, you know, it's going to be really good because the tobaccos are aged over four years. I love that when people, you know, like you mentioned our t- top 25 um, or 25th cigar, I'm sorry, Perdomo ages it for 10 months. Like I think it just shows that they're dedicated to, um, they're not looking to just push stuff out, if that makes sense. No, like, they're, they're a majority of their, of their manufacturing kind of budget goes into aging rather than just producing mass quantities of something. They have enough tobacco... So they say they have enough tobacco yeah. stored up to make full production of all of their lines for I think the next two or three years. If tobacco was just done tomorrow, they couldn't okay. grow anything more. They have enough stored and aged for wow. full full runs of everything for I believe three years is what yeah. they say. And as Nick mentioned earlier, we have a lot of Maduros on this, and this this is just rich and smooth throughout. Um, it was one of my favorites. I smoked and. You know, I, I couldn't get enough of it, man. It was it was a nice, you know, like it was a nice cigar. Like I said, welcome me to uh, the the head seat mm. kind of thing. So, number six is your favorite, uh, yeah. one of your favorites. Number six year. was was my underdog pick of the year, yeah. um, which is the HVC Pan Caliente, um, which is Spanish for hot cakes. It is different than the HVC hot cakes, but similar. Yep. Um, 
HBC was just a brand that, like, I, I'll be honest, I never really gave that much of a shot to. Why is that? Just it's, it's a smaller brand, okay. and like, well, it, I, I really like their Black Fridays that they did. I never really tried any of their anniversary stuff. It was just, you know, when you're, you know, when you really got to focus on on certain brands. And I've said this before. I, unfortunately, I don't get to smoke everything, especially if it's something that we don't sell a lot of. And we didn't even, we didn't sell them at all for a while. We only started selling them the past you know year or two. Yeah. But I started to read a lot of good things about it. I'm like, let me dedicate some time to to actually, you know, giving this brand a shot. And then me and Greg decided to try out the Pan Calientes one day on one of the podcasts. And I'm like, this thing is excellent. It's got to be a fluke. There's no way that this cigar is as good and I've been missing out on it. Um, I, we smoked that whole box. And then yeah. like, we're on like our third, this is uh, just about a year later, we're on our third box of Pan Calientes upstairs. Um, we just, it's amazing. I mean, they, they are made by Agonorsa, so you, you know that they have that kind of quality and that kind of flavor coming in. But sweet, a little rich, the the construction's got the perfect amount. What I notice is like they're the perfect amount of softness. Like they don't, they have the perfect amount of give. Um, they're always ready to smoke too. Yeah. Like I never have to like let one sit out or anything. It's I was just oily very. And it looks yeah. really. It just looks beautiful. The wrapper. Yeah, I was just very surprised. I'm like, I can't believe I've been missing out on this and other cigars like it for so long. And so I knew when the end of the year, I'm like, this is a top ten, close to a top five cigar yeah. of the year for sure. Um, and so you know, got that. Criollo wrapper, Nicaraguan fillers and binders. Again, coming from Agonorsa, you know somewhat to expect what to expect, but I think they both HVC and the and the blending team with Agonorsa knocked out of the park with this and, one. And I know I'm starting to gauge like when you really love when you love a cigar, because you do smoke so much. But when if it's like you smoke a cigar on Wednesday and then on Thursday you're like, can we just do this again? <laughs> like, can yeah, we? Just well, let's have one. a meeting so we can smoke. You know, like that's when I can tell. And you did that with this cigar. You 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 were you you were kind of, it seems like you were kind of blown away by it and shocked by it and you were like this, I was this more, is going to be on our I was list. more disappointed in myself for not smoking that earlier I should not, have, I yeah. should have I should have given them a, a fair shake when, they, when we first started getting them in um, and it's a mistake I'll never make again <laughs> um, speaking of just you know top tier blends uh, number five, we had the Illusione Fume de Amor, uh, the Clementes from Dion Giolito. Dion is a voice of our generation for the for tobacco. He is, I think, a top five blender of this generation. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. I think he's on Mount Rushmore. I think he is widely respected by just about everybody. I think he's like a mad voodoo scientist that people just kind of look at in awe. And the, everything from the one-off to the... Um, um, and even the Gigante, like everything this guy touches, you know, Illusione flavor is a word, a term that we use a lot when describing something that's excellent. Um, actually, when I first smoked to Mother Church, I called up John Huber and I'm like, this has Illusione-like flavor. And he was honored. Um, so that's what you get with Illusione. Yeah. So this, this cigar is Nicaraguan Puro. It's made at um, Tabsa, which is the Agonorsa facility. Um, Dion is very, very hands-on in the blending process to the fact that not even just blending the cigar the first time out, but... The next year, if there's any differences in the crops, he will go to different parts of the farm, use different primings to make sure that the cigars still taste consistent. He's not going to put the exact same tobaccos in it if the tobaccos are going to taste different year after year. He's going to mix it up to make sure that the blend tastes the same. Um, and that all goes through him. He is a genius with tobacco. He is an, he should be honored at the highest order. Um, and I don't foresee a top 10 without an Illusione in the near future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I want to add something. Still being new to it, I, I feel like, 
you know, and I don't know whose job this would really be, but as a novice smoker, I'll give you, I'll try to give you a heads up. If you are a novice smoker, um, try to have one of these early on in your smoking career. I feel like when you, when I first started off, I was fortunate enough for Nick to be like, I don't even know what we were celebrating, but you just, you, you gave me a one-off and you're like, smoke it like for Christmas or New Year's, like, you know, and go enjoy it. And I, I absolutely was like just blown away because coming in, I'm like, I, I just knew Monte Cristos just because of my stepfather. Yeah. Like I just, but if you're new and you really want to kind of like learn like or smoke some really good stuff, like Illusion is is the one to go to because his catalog, you're not you can throw a dart at the Illusioni catalog, whatever you hit, you're you're not going to be disappointed. And also, at you all. don't you don't want to smoke like, uh, it's like if you're just starting at film school. You don't watch Clockwork Orange. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. He, he he is very much a a Kubrick, if you okay. will. But Kubrick also did Spartacus. Yeah. So yeah. Like you have you have ones of of his that you can smoke. Exactly. And yeah. like like the, like the Gigante, I think it's called, like the the blue yeah, the red label. You make a good point. I guess you don't want to like like destroy your palate. But yeah. I, no, not even, even not even not even just destroying your palate. It's in terms of appreciating your, it. Yeah, your palate okay. being able to understand what makes him gotcha. special. You know, okay, like, then, then here I, I retract. Study him <laughs> or like no, do, no, no, do no, the no. research. Uh, you, you were know? you were right in that. Be aware of him early, yeah. but make sure you like pick the right ones of his. Like I said, don't don't immediately watch 2001: A Space Odyssey and then be like, if, I can make and a then film be like, now. oh, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know what's going on here. What yeah. makes this movie great? Like, well, watch Spartacus first, yeah. then Doctor Strange. Find, Love, find someone, you know. find someone like Nick who can be like, can guide you in the right direction for yeah. it because that's that's pretty important too yeah um number four is uh, a brand new cigar this year um, greg loved this one too right was it greg or? made me buy him a box as soon as it was available yeah <laughs> and he was still working here at the time i think i think but i think he just wanted me to buy him a box um the undercrown 10 in the robusto size this is the brand new undercrown that was made to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the brand the brand that was originally started as kind of a little brother to liga bravada um, I think it's taken on a life of its own with I this brand. Yep. Um, I've always liked Undercrown. I always thought that they were the best fo- photographable. Is that a word? Yeah. Best photographable cigars ever. How that band shown off the the yeah. cigar. Uh, and I always thought they were very very good. I really liked a lot of the limitations they did. The shady. Yes, the shady um, was The good. dogma. Um, yep. The side. The 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 wrapper extensions with the sun grown and the Connecticut uh, shade. Yeah, the sun grown is probably yeah. my favorite. But they were Drew Estate. You know, it was always. A very Liga Provada company in my yeah. mind, in terms of what I liked. Undercrown 10, I think, showed not just the versatility of the Undercrown line, but also the versatility of Drew Estate because um, this is it, it's excellent. They didn't do anything super weird or super weird tobacco, or that it they just really hunkered down and they made a cigar that I think rivals Liga Provada in a lot of ways. Now, it uses a blend that's closer to the original Undercrowns, it's a San Andreas wrapper. But it's smooth, it's rich, it has Mexican hot chocolate flavor to it. Yeah. Um, so it's got that mix of like rich chocolatey, but like a little spice on the back end, a little, a little zest. I think the cigar looks amazing. Yep. A lot of people, some people got annoyed with like the gold ribbon, but I'm like, oh, no, no. That, first of all, it's so easy to take out and it yep. makes it look even better. The Undercrown 10 band, the how navy, the cigar yeah, itself looks. the navy looks. blue and the gold goes so well. It just matches so well with the color of the wrapper. Yeah. It brings something out in the wrapper that like... You know, you're just, I guess you don't know you have it till, till you see the package you don't and know the box is really, exactly. Paid paradise. <laughs> put a parking to put lot. A, put a parking lot. Put a uh, so number three was you. Yes. Nick 
mentioned earlier, we each picked a Monte Cristo. He picked a Monte Cristo Epic uh, Blue. And then I, I don't know when we got this in this year, but from the moment we got it, uh, I think we had it on the podcast earlier this year. And I was like, this is, this has to be, this has to be on our top 25. Like it's the Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary Nicaragua in the Toro size. Um, once again, Altidus working with AJ. Um, you never really miss there. Um, and it is honoring the, the founding years of Monte Cristo. So when you talk about like top anniversary cigars, like this could easily be one of them as well. Um, it was, what was it? It's a, yeah, it's a Nicaraguan Puro, <laughs> as, as you know, as, as it says in the name. But you're going to get some really good uh, notes right off the bat, man. I got a lot of um, like dark roasted coffee and like sweet spice. Um, and the size for me was perfect. Um, what, what did you like about it? I know, I know the blue was more your go. The blue, like I said, the blue is more of an every, like I could pick up that cigar at any time. However, mm-hmm. when the moment calls for it, um, you know, this, this is stronger. The Monte Cristo 1935 is a strong cigar, especially yeah. those first few puffs are really going to be in your face. But once, like, give it a puff or two, and once that settles in, you are in for something really special. Very complex, like I said, very strong, but some of AJ and Raphael's best work. um, And also, in terms of the blend, really taking Monte Cristo to a place that doesn't often go, you know, any cigar can be very strong, but to be strong and top tier luxury, kind of like a Davidoff late hour, yeah, um, or like a Liga, Liga Provada Unico series, or you know even some Cuban cigars to a certain degree, is very difficult because you have a lot more you got to rein in, you got mm-hmm. a lot more you got to train when you're when you're working with a, a lot of different flavors, which is why a lot of the, those luxury cigars are simply like Connecticut wrapper, Dominican smooth, mellow. It's easy to really nail one thing. It's very difficult to nail nine. Yeah. Um, and that's what you get with the 1935. So, again, it would not be an everyday choice for me, but those moments where it is the perfect choice, it is the perfect choice more so than, than most things on this list, even. Yeah, I was like, it, it is very much a full bodied smoke, like Nick mentioned. So, you have it is you have to pick your time when to when to have it. And you described it perfectly, man. Like, they just they. They just did so well with it, you know, like, and they're so, the Monte Cristos that came out this year, they're so, to me, they're so different, but very, very special, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and, um, I think it comes in a, don't quote me on this, I think it comes in a box of 10. I believe so. And that's, to me, like, that is the perfect amount. It goes back to what Nick was saying, like, what you were saying, like, that's not, it is really not an everyday smoke. It is for a special occasion, you know? Right. So we're going to come to our top two now, which yeah. I'm really, I know you're excited for. Yes. So number two. Could, really quickly, I'm sorry. Could mm-hmm. these have been interchangeable for you? Or are you happy with where they were? I, 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 mm, I think that, I think that they are in the perfect spot. Cool. Because right. we're, as, as we'll explain, we're, we're, we run into a very similar issue as we did with the Monte Cristos yes. in terms of perfect opportunity, but mm-hmm. smokeability, like over, over a long course of time. So number two, we have the brand new Crown Heads um, CHC Serie E in the Hermoso number two size. CHC was always a, a very awesome yeah. project that they did. Um, and it, it's special for me because it was when that cigar first came out um, I, where John had first reached out and like became, started becoming friendly with us, and he had sent me a 
like a note and it said like welcome to the court and I misread it and I didn't I can't, I can't remember what I thought it said on yeah. it yeah um, but I said it like live on on like a thing and he made fun of me and then we became friends <laughs> um, but the CHC the series E um, production has now moved on that you know the original CHC was Ernesto this is now at Tobacco Letter Picardo so the second cigar from them on this list um, series E Stands for Eruption, which is the Van Halen, famous Van Halen um, subtitled album, right? Or no? Is that the name of the album, or is that just the name of the song? I think it's an. It's the name of the album. Oh, so the album is called Van Halen. Yeah. Okay. And then this usually leads into "You Really Got Me Now," right? Yes. Yeah. So everyone's heard that insane two-minute-long guitar solo, you know, in, in that very typical Van Halen style. Um, so the name, very, you know, John is always in touch with his musical roots, <laughs> similar with the Mother Church, yep. um, with the Headley Grange, with the Four Kicks, all of them have, you know, even the, the Jericho Hill yep. is based on Johnny Cash. So a lot of musical components um, to what he, uh, what he blends. And with this one, you, you know, he wanted that kind of eruption, you know, that, that process to the blend, you know, heavy, rich, but it moves kind of up and down. You know, it's very, very forward. It's coming at you, but it's still beautiful and, and well-toned. Um, and then you also see it in the, the bands and the box. Um, I, I brought a box home and my roommate, who's not really a cigar smoker at all, is like, oh, dude, that looks like from Van Halen's Eruption. I'm like, oh, okay. Because yeah. what was the name of his guitar? The Frankenstrat has... The same color scheme. red white color scheme on it. Um, it's just excellent. Uh, the Ometepe tobacco in there gives it a little smokiness. It uses an Ecuadorian Oscudo, I believe, um, Ecuadorian Habano Oscudo, but it also uses three different types of filler tobacco. It uses Pueblo Nuevo, uh, Ometepe, and Yalapa. So you're kind of getting distinct flavors from each one. It's weird because he's getting almost like a symphony of different flavors between the wrapper, the binder, and the, and the filler tobaccos. And he's basing it on a song that's just one instrument. But I think, so I think that's, that's cool. Um, again, this is, so take the two Monte Cristos we did and flip it. This is closer to the Monte Cristo 1935. It's, this is heavier, it's richer. It's on the more complex side. It's definitely not for everybody. Yeah. But when, when it's on, when you're in the mood for anything resembling that, this will be the perfect cigar to go to. And like nothing else will come close in that moment. In that moment that you want it, it will be perfect for you. Do you like this better than the court? Like the oh original? yeah, I think it's better. And I and I love the the original court. I know that was a big uh, a big Greg smoke as well. Yeah, and um, then the did you, you like core press. full core press? Yep. Yeah, the box press version. But I I definitely I think this is a better cigar. I do. Yeah, um, no, I got to when Greg and I went down to Nashville in August. He, would, he gave us a small this size, actually the Hermo, uh, Hermoso number two. We were able to um, try this out and. At the time, Greg was like, uh-oh, got to let Nick know, <laughs> you know, like, what's coming up because this was really, really good. And I swear, like, the, the last two years, John has just been putting out, like, banger after banger, man. And this just this just goes to show you, like, you know, he, he hasn't missed. And, and you really need to try this out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then number one, um, this was going to be number one last year. Yes. But it came out just a few weeks too late. We just we we had we had assembled the list. We had sent mm -hmm. it to the warehouse to get our sampler made. We had written the content, and then we got our first samples of this in. And last and year we did a big virtual perf yeah. where we pretty much interviewed everyone about it. So yeah. this, yeah, like we were the timing of this, we yeah. were pissed. 
and we were very mad at the gentleman who made it, who yeah. will be named soon. Um, and so for a year, we smoked endless amounts of this cigar and everything else, you know, that we smoked this year. And we we're like, oh, uh, uh, but, but this, this is definitely going to beat and, and uh, you know, beat out this for number one this year. And a lot of things got really, really close. But in the end, I think we owed it to ourselves. Yeah. And I think we owed it to this brand that even a year later, this, it was, we know it was not a spur of the moment thing because it was, it was, it's, a, it's over a year old. Um, and that is the Alec and Bradley Kintsugi in the yeah, Corona Gorda, yeah. which we've been smoking this, which you couldn't tell yeah. has been right in between us the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I smoked it down to the nub. I, I don't ever do that, yeah. honestly. Um, first of all, from a blend perspective, it has changed my mind of Honduran cigars almost entirely. Uh, so it uses a Honduran and Nicaraguan filler and binder, but then a Honduran Habano wrapper. Tastes nothing like a typical Honduran to me, and that earthiness, that leatheriness that you usually get. It's a lot smoother. It's a lot more tobacco sweet. It's a lot more Nicaraguan zesty. It's got some Dominican nuttiness in it as well. Yeah. It's got the best aspects of other tobaccos and other regions that I, that I prefer, but they have it in here. So in terms of a blend, it is just truly exceptional. A burn is always consistent, always there. Again, it's, this is a cigar you can pick up just about any time. It's not overly heavy, but it's not too mellow. So it's right down the middle in terms of if you want something flavorful, but something still calm. Um, and I think the concept was executed perfectly from the Ruben uh, brothers. Yeah, I do think. you want to let, I know we've explained it probably at nauseum, but I like, you know, the design on the box. You want to explain it to them? Yeah. So the art of Kintsugi, it's a, it's a Japanese art form in which they re repair clay pots and glasses and such with um, instead of just gluing it back together they actually they inlay gold into the cracks to kind of highlight the flaws and turn something negative into something positive and something beautiful and that's kind of what the Rubin brothers were trying to and successfully accomplish with this especially at a time of great division not last just in year, the yeah. industry yeah, this was last year not just in the industry but kind of nationwide worldwide if you will um, I love that when they explained that to us I, I thought that was beautiful honestly because it's yeah. like it's it, you know that type of positivity you just and you get to express that in a cigar box like something you love doing so i thought that was it's a bit more awesome. of a bradley thing alec okay yeah, yeah. Yeah. more of a bradley is the is the poet the, art, I would the say. poet the artist yeah 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 uh they're gonna hate me when they hear that, but at least alec's gonna hate me when he hears that um but also and and we as you could see the the cigars on this list range in terms of price um we don't really i don't think price should matter when judging a good cigar i agree except if something is like good but it's well overpriced um but generally i don't like to bring price into it except i will say this could ease especially coming from alec and bradley not alec bradley proper like alec and bradley which is you know, more of a offshoot, more of, you know, has a kind of different direction, different path that they want to go in. Um, this cigar could definitely retail for between, I think, 2 to $5 more per cigar and still sell almost as well. Um, I think it's, it's underpriced for what it is. I think this should easily be a 12 or $13 cigar. I think it would be, would be more than acceptable for this. I wouldn't bat an eyelash if this was $12. I think they retail for like seven fifty, which is insane. Um, yeah, yeah uh, this is just all year with this, um, and we felt like we owed it to it because of how first of all how good the cigar was regularly, but we owed it to ourselves because of how this cigar altered how we viewed uh, how I viewed Honduran tobacco. I never knew that this kind of blend, this kind of flavor profile, was even possible 
from Honduras. And so to make something like this, like that exceptional at that price point, that consistent for the, the, the past year. And also like, you know, like I said, things came close, but it was really in a, in a league of its own. And that's, you know, that's why I, I think you, if I'm not mistaken, you were like upset at them at like how oh, we were, affordable we were really, this really, I was. I was mad at them a lot. I was yeah. mad that it didn't come out earlier. I was mad that we so we, we missed on the top twenty five. I was mad by how cheap it is because I'm like you could you're 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 losing out on money and I don't like to see people get lose out on money. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted them to just make it for us. I'm like you should just, this should have just been for us for us on us project. I know you made it for everybody. Um, I was I was really mad at, at both of them for how great and successful the cigar turned out. Last and, time a cigar yeah. was made for us, Nightshade, it was, uh, you know, Willie was like, what am I doing? Yeah, again, another, <laughs> people just love wasting their good ideas on us. I wish uh, I wish Alec and Bradley did the same. Well, they did the Wagyu, I think they were pissed how good the Wagyu turned out. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, that, yeah, that could have yeah. easily been on the, the yeah. list, too. But, um, yeah, so that's our number one cigar of the year, the Kintsugi. Um, most of these are available. If not, they will be soon. There's not really too many limited editions on there that, that will be totally sold out of. Um, so make sure to check, uh, you know, JR cigars. Um, leave a comment. We, 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 we want to really hear a lot of comments on this. So, um, yeah, what do you think of the list? You know, like let us know what you guys thought. What are some what are some of your top twenty five cigars that you think we left out? Yeah, give us some honorable mentions, please. We'd yes. love to hear. It. Yep, and we'll and we'll talk about them next time. We'll, we'll we'll do like an honorable mention episode next week to kind of see what you guys thought. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. All right, and so uh, you come up then, with ideas live. That's that's right. how we do it. Until then, everyone have a very happy new year, and yeah. we'll see you in 